Hey friends, it's Tamisha and I'm learning and listening. Hey friends, it's Alexander and I am also learning and listening. And this is Why, Why We're we friends. friends. Why you not say it like that? Why we are friends. Are we, are we on? We are on. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So get My yourself bad. together. My bad. I was like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I thought we were just testing It the ain't mic. five o'clock in the morning though. Shout out to the old head to know that song. <laughs> I was, I was seriously thinking that we were, we were uh, just mic testing checking? the mics. And oh, that's why I no. just repeated what you said. No, sweetheart. But it, I am still learning and I am still listening. Yes. So. And I, I think this is like what you, we are going to be talking about today. I think is, is something that I am definitely going to be in a posture of listening. And I think what's going to be really important is for our listeners who can speak into what we're going to be talking about today. We want to know, we need to hear from you. We need to hear your stories. We need to hear um, your resources. Um, this is a space where we are listening and learning. And last week we talked about the rich diversity that is a part of the LGBTQA community and how there are aspects that we're all learning. And so as we jump into this journey together, share share your resources share your stories if you are open share yourself because the space that we try to create is a hospitable one and a generous one and we hope that you feel safe enough to do so so with that i'm going to stop talking oh hi joy joy is still here she's waving at me because i'm just you know obviously talking too much so i'm gonna stop talking it's all good. My name listen. is Alexander, and my gender pronouns are he, him, his. Oh, my gender pronouns are she, her, hers. I've never done this before. Go ahead, Joy. Go ahead, Joy. So my name is Joy, and I don't, I don't know. I've never well, done this before. Oh, so oh my your bad. Gender pronouns. Do you identify as she, her, hers, him, her, his, or them, they, theirs? Him, her, his. Uh, I'm Joy, <laughs> and I am. I'm her. <laughs> My gender pronouns are... He, him, his, but it's all good. She, her, hers. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. So essentially the reason why gender pronouns and stating your own mm-hmm. preferred gender pronouns is becoming... Not becoming so important. It's been important a lot of places. Right. But gaining some momentum is so that when you address people, you don't address them based off of an assumption yes. of how yeah. they identify, but rather giving them the space to define okay. that for you. And so, you know, for me, you know, call me he, him, his, mm-hmm. hey, you, whatever. You know, for a lot of people, it's like they, they want to be, you know, singular they, singular them. Yeah. So, so this kind of goes back to the last episode when Tamisha's, Tamisha was saying how she learned that some people, it doesn't matter. But then yeah. there are some people who do take it seriously. Right. And, okay. Yes. And so it. I just try to create a hospitable, because people who know will know. Mm-hmm. And people who don't know, they won't right. necessarily yeah. okay. care. If somebody so. walked up to me and said that, I would be like, Girl, what? Yeah, you know but what see, I mean. There you go, calling them a girl. And right, you don't right. Know how they well, I just say girl, I'm what? Like, as I in know. A, just I a know. Yes. But yeah. no, I mean, again, and that goes again to the diversity of the LGBT community yeah. that I'm learning about. Okay, um, cool. So, I was given this article. I said I was gonna shut up. No, please keep no, going. Sorry, I was given this. I article love it when you talk. From um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. From um the Huffington Post. Um. Um, that talks about the legacy of, of queer black women um, this Pride Month. And so this is going to be an episode um, at the center of intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited to get into this a little bit. Absolutely. To hear from you two and how you guys think. And again, like we said, to hear from the listeners. Um, Alex, you sent me this. Do you want to yes, talk about Yes, I did. Why? Absolutely. Yes. Patrice Colors. If, if y'all are listening to this episode, chances that you have access to the internet 
are likely. So I would encourage you to, you know, at some point, Google this article, Patrice Cullors, P-A-T-R-I-S-S-E-C-U-L-L-O-R-S. And you can always rewind that to hear me spell it. Her name is Patrice Cullors. She is one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, along with Opal Tometi and Alicia Garza. Uh, Patrice Cullors, um, who is a Los Angeles resident uh is an individual who identifies as queer and with other with two other queer black women founded black lives matter i should also probably say that for those of you guys who are and gals and people who are saying <laughs> See, there you we gotta go. cover all the bases I, that name sounds familiar to all humans you to all humans you probably know her about her latest book uh when they call you a terrorist a black lives matter memoir right. so for those of you going oh yes Right. Continue. No, yeah, that's perfect. And you can find this article where she spoke to black voices at Huffington Post. And the title of the article, Patrice Colors on the Legacy of Queer Black Women This Pride Month. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's a very easy read. It's not long. And I think what it does, at least for me, is it opens a door to a greater conversation. Yes. Um, as I was reading it, a lot of things stuck out. A lot of things came to my mind, uh, kind of like, like Marsha Payette-No-Mind Johnson, who you know we can talk about that later. A lot of different people in the queer liberation movement who we don't know about because even within the LGBTQIA community, so often it's whitewashed. And so often it is heteronormative. So if there is a same sex couple, one is, you know, has to be, we think has to be more masculine and one has to be more feminine or, you know, or, or the same with, you know, it's just across the board. And so this article for me, and I don't know what your reson, I mean, how it resonated with you, but the article for me, because it was so short, opened a door to a deeper conversation about how we view uh, rainbow capitalism mm. versus queer liberation. Yeah. And how we take those strides that we've made, the good strides, and also say, but we have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it resonated a lot with the intersectionality that I deal with just as a black woman. And I'm heterosexual. So I can't even begin to imagine um, the level of oppression that black queer women and it's, and especially black trans women um have to endure um from from both sides in the sense of like not only having to deal with um heteronormativity uh having to deal with white supremacy but also having to deal with like sexism and homophobia and transphobia and then having to 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 the, to be at this unique intersection to where you have all of the this richness that you receive from your experience and to be able to share that and to be able to give this insight that is critical like cornerstone critical to what i see that she's explaining as a part of this movement and looking at people to women who've always been talking to us like andre lord and bell hooks come on who've always been speaking and even the part where she talks about pride month and there's a section that she talked about how it started out as a riot right and understanding the history and the roots of a movement and how it, it has shifted into what it is now. Right. And understanding that this is not, as a, as a person that's trying to be in solidarity, this is not a space where I could just go and like party and say things like, yes, queen. And like, and not understand <laughs> like the communities that that came out of, mm-hmm. but also understanding like 
yeah, I may be here thinking that I'm in solidarity because I'm at this quote unquote party, but people lost their lives at the, in this space right? in order to be able to get to this point. And I, I have to acknowledge that lives are on the line for this and not just like, I'm here. It's pride. I'm so excited. I'd love it. Like, you see what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. So this is a much needed voice, but it resonated. The intersectionality piece really resonated. Yeah, because I think that pride in general has become... Uh, and I don't know the full history. I need to do more research. But pride has become so mainstream. And the quote that you're referencing from Patrice where she said the first pride was a riot. And then she goes on to say, I think we have to remember that corporatized pride has been incredibly damaging to the plight of black communities. Mm-hmm. A mainstream queer and trans movement isn't going to support our liberation. And she's specifically speaking about black people and yeah. queer black people. Yeah. She goes on to say, we have to look at queerness as a means towards changing normativity. Yes. And that in and of itself, like what does the word queer mean? Yeah. And you know, like what does the word queer mean? And and are we okay with saying, look, I get why people have pride parades and events and celebrations, and it's cool, it is what it is, but recognizing that rainbow capitalism, as I call it, does not support queer liberation. Hmm. When I, as a, and I'm speaking to my community of white LGBTQIA people, when I go to pride and the pride organizers link arm in arms with the local police departments, hmm. that sends a very negative message and hmm. it sends a very an alarming message to not just uh, to black people, but specifically to queer black people yeah. who might be in attendance there or, or be there. And to recognize that the white queer community has benefited from the black queer people in the history who have started these riots and who have burned buildings to the ground and have thrown bricks and and done things for queer liberation's sake and we don't acknowledge that we see pride as you know as a as a big party in the streets where we can just get drunk and i'm there's a time for a party but looking at my own people the white people in the queer community we need to do better at making sure that that intersectionality piece that tamisha's referencing mm-hmm. is acknowledged and honored and what do we have to do to see queerness challenge normativity yeah joy i know you over there you're listening attentively did you have any any thoughts i would love to hear you you don't have to have any i just want to make sure you're in the conversation i don't particularly have any thoughts on this part um because you all i, I didn't read the article and I'm not too familiar with intersectionality mm-hmm. um, and the things that surround it. But just listening to you guys, um, it it's just even opening my eyes to some different perspectives also. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's good. So. That's good. Yeah, I, um, I really appreciated this. I have more questions. <laughs> um just in the sense of like I guess I'm at the point to where I have a sense of resonance as a black woman but also that sense of dissonance as a heterosexual female cisgendered female and I I can't imagine how I don't know I don't know you don't know what? I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. Like in in terms of like beyond listening, reading, I, I I don't know where else 
Well, I I think that beyond listening and reading, I mean, obviously we've talked before, and you know whether we're talking about Proverbs thirty two or whether 32. yeah whether we're talking about Proverbs thirty two or we're just talking in general about uh, uh, being a part of resistance. I'll yeah. use Patrice's words since we're talking about this article, but being a part of the greater resistance, I think it does come back to trying to examine like what is a step that you each of us want to take individually yeah. to be a part of that resistance. You know, there, there are people who, you know, based on their you know limitations and accessibility, they don't have, you know, the privilege of saying, this is a choice I will make to be a part of the resistance, whether that be show up at a protest, whether that means stop, uh, no, no longer shopping at a, at a store that is vile in what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a plethora of things that I think, we could look at it as like next steps. I'm not sure if that's what you meant when you said, I don't know what to do. Yeah, No, I mean, not that I, don't, I don't know, know what to do. I think it's just in the sense of like, there's another added layer that brings up more questions. And so I think it, it's just a feeling of knowing that there's still so much to learn when you're at a point to you're like, I don't even know what question to ask right, right. now. And, and so that all I had was like, I don't know. But I will say, like, I think it's important for us to know um, that people like, you know, Patrice Cullors and all of these and all of these women started Black Lives Matter. Like we, we can we need to acknowledge the realities of black queer women and what they go through in the added layer of intersectionality, but also the contributions of black queer women and black trans women not just for black queer liberation, but for liberation and to contribute to our culture and our society in general. And I think that it's important for us to acknowledge who they are as black queer women in the way that they acknowledge themselves and to say, no, it's, it's black queer women that are at the front lines of this, uh, that I see at the front lines of queer liberation. And we need to make that known. I mean, that that's just me kind of riffing off of like something that, that I can do. Like I see people and they're like, Oh, that was so great because women did that one. And it's like, yeah, it was women, but it was black women or it was black queer women. Let's not right. try to leave adjectives out because you want to own fully in solidarity. And right. what that is like, mm-hmm. no, no, like and, yeah. decenter yourselves by fully acknowledging all of who that person is. I think that's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out. In addition to having so many more questions about the level of intersectionality, and part yeah. of that is just reading and listening more. Well, so I if you don't know what to do, sorry. Well, no, you're good. Go ahead. Read and listen more. Yeah, but I think that that's that's where all of us are, and I think that to like you know, Joy, I wanna I wanna say this just because you brought it up. There's a lot of people who might be listening, or just in general, who don't know what intersectionality is. That's the first time they've heard that word. And when oh, you're in a room yes. full of people who not here, but like if you're in a room full of people where everybody's talking about you know uh, these these not just big words, but like words that you've never heard and it's foreign to you, it can be very intimidating to be like, do I raise my hand and tell them I have no idea what they just said? Or do mm-hmm. I just nod and be like, oh, my God, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? Like, Raise your hand and say, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Please fill All me right, in. So intersectionality, yes. yeah. it is a framework which attempts to identify how interlocking systems of power impact those who are most marginalized in society. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. So there are spaces in which you occupy as a black woman 
that, um, and this is kind of gets at the whole, the, the track of how people kind of understand womanism as opposed to feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are spaces intersectionality. See, that I didn't even was, know that there was a such thing. Womanism oh. versus feminism. Sorry, yeah. we're going to have a side conversation. This is Girl. A long but there's spaces as a black woman that uh, things that you see that there are ways in which you have to deal with the racism of whiteness, the racism of whiteness, the sexism of patriarchy and maleness, but also the particularities of the racism you deal with in whites, in women circles, female circles mm-hmm. from other non-black people. And then also the sexism that you deal with in black circles from men. Mm-hmm. So because you're at this intersection, you're dealing with all of these different kind of spaces. And, and not only and by dealing with that, it gives you a unique voice in which to contribute and to see mm-hmm. aspect of the world. Got it. Because you understand how layers of power um, intersect and are What's very subtle. When the three circles combine. Like a Venn diagram. A Venn diagram. And you're kind of in the middle. Yeah. And you're it. able to see all those other. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it. Yeah. And I think that I, I can't help but imagine if, you know, there are people who hear this or who hear conversations like this are present for conversations like this and do the exact same thing Joy did and have have a sigh of like they have a, a moment of like relief because they hear somebody else say, wait a minute, woman is feminist. Wait, hold up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we live in this woke society where everybody's trying to demonstrate how woke they are and we lose sight of the fact that there might be people who really give a damn, but they're lost or not lost, but they're, they're like, Hey, I don't know what that means. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'd be a damn fool if I acted like I wasn't that person on many occasions. Mm -hmm. I've been that person on many occasions. And when I figured out what that word meant, I realized that that person was using it wrong because they thought (laughs) they knew what it meant and that wasn't it. Mm -hmm. So don't assume that because a person is using big words that they know that they're using them correctly. Right. That that part. part. So, Keep your phone. I keep my phone out and clap. I'll have Google up. I'll just be Googling stuff because I'm like, I don't even know. And then I realized that doesn't that make no damn sense. <laughs> right, do you think it means? I don't think it means part. what you think it means. Right. So don't always assume that because people are throwing shit out there that they know what they're talking about. Right. But there's too much to talk about here. Do you? Um, it is inextricably a time for a break. Yes. What? Did I use that word right? Google. I don't know. I just, I don't know words. It is inextricably <laughs> time for a See, break. See, now you just said two different words. Yeah, inextricably, inextricably. Inextric- I, fuck y'all both. We're going to break. Strip. <laughs> strip. Stripperly. <laughs> hey, yo, we are back with things we've learned i found a quote recently that i absolutely loved because i think it encapsulated uh uh, what i feel about the word queer and Mm -hmm. coming off the conversation uh, we're talking about patrice colors and the article legacy of queer black women this pride month on the huffington post Mm -hmm. i think it's appropriate so this quote is brandon went and the quote says not queer like gay queer like escaping definition Queer like some sort of fluidity and limitlessness at once. Queer like freedom too strange to be conquered. Queer like the fearlessness to imagine what love can look like and pursue it. And that, to me, um, was beautiful for a lot of different reasons. 
Number one, the ending. It says, queer like the fearlessness to imagine what love can look like and pursue it. And I think that so often, whether, you know, in, in the resistance, you have this shell that you kind of put up because you're combating a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And there might be a lot of yelling in some groups and some protests and civil disobedience. And there's this idea of what a protest is and what resistance is. But I can tell you that the deeper that I have gone into activist work, if you will even call it that, like, like it, the deeper I've gone into resistance work, mm-hmm. the more I have found healthy levels of love in that community than anywhere else. And the reason why I love this quote so much is because it's it's a representation of like escaping the definitions that everyone else has for you. Yeah. Like queer doesn't mean gay. It doesn't mean what people think it means. It means you don't get to define me. Yeah. And in you not getting to define me, I get to pursue love of myself and love of other people in a freeing way. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. Can, are we gonna post that? Because I need that quote in my life. Yeah, time. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could the hell I could read it again, or people <laughs> can just rewind it. I mean, that quote changed. I mean, it, I just saw it on Twitter, and again, I think so often because I've I've had people ask me that before when I've I've said like I identify as queer, and people have asked me like, well, well, what does that mean? And again, it's mostly hetero people which is cool but they usually it's like hey like what does that mean like like how what does that mean in regards to who you date and i'm like it it means i'm queer like you don't get to you know put your not expectations but your projections on me it means that it means that this ain't your business right and if it was your business you'd know that part huh i think i'm still learning i'm still learning (laughs) i'm i'm still in the process of not just learning about the LGBTQA community, but in retrospect and going back to what we talked about last week, learning about myself. Like, I think that the way that I think about sexuality and love has changed. And if my opinion on how I think about sexuality and love changes, and I'm not changed, did it really change? Mm. And so I think for me, it's it's discovering how that has changed. Um, and again, going back to taking over, like having agency and openness and freedom in my own sexuality and in my own love as a heterosexual person. Like I think we assume that that, that automatically comes with that when sometimes heterosexual people are the most sexually oppressed people in in terms of like they don't know how to engage with their own bodies or anything like that and i think right um, that part okay yeah so i'm i'm leaning in not say like a person like that so i know exactly like, yeah. you know what i mean but I, I think i'm learning to lean into the freedom of what it means to be a sexual being at the season that i'm in right. and leaning fully into that so you waving your freak flag no more missionary <clears throat> for Tamisha. Hey. I hate both of you I'm sorry. That was oh, wrong. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Here she You're goes. cool. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, not even, it's not even, and, and relating it in a way that doesn't always involve sex, who I am or not having sex with, mm-hmm. but like, who am I as a sexual being? Right. Who Aside from a partner. Aside from a partner. Right. I feel Single that. Single ass. 
fuck call me like seriously though i really i'm really single i'm just trying not to be <laughs> but like <laughs> but i mean like when do you have time to ask yourself those questions and have the freedom mm-hmm. to to explore what those answers are so i'm learning i haven't found a different look at thing. me look i'm village at me <laughs> i am i'm sorry joy you was trying to say something Go ahead, Joy. We are changing, but you're going to talk. Every way we can. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, all right. So I'm trying to figure out a way to work this in. Um, since people want to bust out quotes and Just stuff. say it. You ain't got to work it in. Just say, I got a quote. Um, it's random. And read it. Yeah. Okay. So I was in the car earlier today, and I was listening to Mirror by Layla Hathaway. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, oh my God. That, right is my, that is my favorite that song. That is my song. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I think we're going to have a moment oh, right here. Go ahead, Joy. No, hold on. Go ahead. Um, you were listening to The Mirror by the one and only Layla Hathaway. Yes, the Layla Hathaway. Yes. And um, who can sing chords by herself. Go by ahead. By herself. Uh, vocal splits in her throat. Yes. Um, no. 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 Continue. Turn his mic off. I will cut it and throw it out the door. You okay. Oh. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you yeah. get. Coughing because that's not like my book. Go ahead, Lord Joy. Like that, he just hit you. Joy, um, <laughs> Layla Hathaway, just just go, Joy. Just talk. Okay. So, um, one thing that I really, really, really love that song, and I think that I have in the space that I've been in lately, I have been what. We're paying attention, damn. No, his jaw dropped. Like, I was getting ready to say something amazing. I'm not, trust me. In the um, space that you've been in recently, you said you was in your car. So okay. I was just yes. thinking about your, your Ford Fusion, <laughs> and okay? And we're continuing. So, <laughs> the space that I've been in, um, like, on the last show, like, I've been in this it's okay space, you yeah. know? And I'm enjoying that it's okay space. Um, and so, in this song, Layla says, um, and she's talking about reflection. Mm-hmm. And how you can't love other people until you love who you are. And I know that recently um, there was a huge loss in the music world. And that is, ooh, fix your face. It is. And it's controversial. But, you know, at the end of the day, a 20-year-old young man who is a rapper named Triple X is no longer here on earth. Okay? And he battled. He had demons. He was going through stuff just like you know i saw r.i.p triple x i thought Pornhub went down oh no okay i, mean, I don't continue. know Keep i wouldn't going. know if now it, it makes sense go ahead if it is up or not i don't why? know what is that why is, just keep okay. just nope Anywho, you don't need to know um, just go. <laughs> um no but so he's passed away and um a lot of the things that i say from being in the music world um more love and that's just outside of the music world just in general like just talking and just spreading and just being kind to people. Hmm. Um, and that that's the space that I've just been in. And so when Layla Hathaway says, sometimes you got to make the mirror your best friend. Um, maybe then you'll find some peace, peace within. Stop hiding yourself. Stop hiding yourself. Love yourself when no one else can. Hmm. So stop hiding yourself. Stop hiding yourself. When I hear that, I feel for... And I go back to the young people mm-hmm. because I understand what it's like to be young and to feel certain ways and not necessarily know what you're feeling. Um, and so uh, 
listening yeah. to that song. Yeah. Um, it's very encouraging. And again, it's called Mirror by Layla Hathaway. Um, and so again, just in the space that I've been in, it's about like spreading love mm-hmm. and, and letting people know like, hey, it's okay. Like whatever you identify as, it's fine. And with it being pride, I went out to West Hollywood um, a couple weekends ago. I had the most amazing time. I was literally, I was taking out of my comfort space. Like I was out there talking to people. I had a whole hugging session with strangers and that turned into me talking to strangers until four o'clock in the morning hmm. outside laughing hanging out just having the most amazing time and then we went to denny's and had a, an even more amazing time yeah and i got home at seven o'clock in the morning and my mom thought i was drunk and i wasn't you know i was like no like i'm just out but see that's right there and uh, sorry if i cut you no, off no, but okay. th- that right there like that concept of community and mm-hmm. being in community that there isn't, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's boneheads in every community. Let's Absolutely. just get that out there. Yeah. But, but being in, in, in like having that community where that love is so tangible and so yeah. thick, you could cut it with a knife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with like all your fears are kind of like, okay, everything that you feared, you realized how minimal that was, you yeah. know, you're like, oh wow. Like that was, that, that was cool. part. Like it's, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's um like for things I've learned, that's what I've learned. Like just be be open and just encourage people to love through your own actions. Encourage people to be kind through your own actions. You know. So Yeah, no, I love that. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Joy and Alex. And just really just sharing your stories with me so that I can be learning. I love yeah. y'all. Yeah. That sounds really bad. And that sounds uh, terrible. Yeah. But um, for 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 our listeners, um, we're going to be taking Queef. a break. I know we've taken a couple of breaks, so we're going to be ramping up this show and doing some new and exciting things. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to be doing some throwback episodes. Um, we're going to be picking some of our favorites, so which means I actually have to listen to the podcast to pick one. So I that's going to be favorites. excited. Shut up. Um, so Alex is going to pick his favorite. I'm going to pick mine. Um, Joy's going to pick hers. But we want you all to pick yours. So if you want to let us know via social media what your favorite episode is, and Hit then we'll, uh, we'll do a listener's choice. And we'll let you know which one everybody loves so much. If there are things you want from us in this episode, like I wish you guys would just go and fill in the blank. Things you want to hear us talk about. Explorations and adventures you want us to go on. Don't make that face, Alex. Let us know. And we would love to incorporate that into the show. We love, you know what? We're not going to go there. We would love to hear from you. Um, I will be screening those because Alex has no filter, obviously. Uh, But we want to hear from you. Um, And we want to appreciate you and show you love. So let us know what you're thinking. And okay, so we're just going to go now. Well, I want to show love. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, Alex. Look like I'm somebody sure. was showing you love on the side of your neck, Alex. Ooh, okay, you know what? And I've been meaning all, to ask you about where, because I have wow. been celibate. You've been celibate. I mean, that ain't, what? what that mean? <laughs> that, that means that nobody said, has I'm been up on about, this body. <laughs> I said on the side of your neck. That ain't got nothing to do with celibacy. That's a part of my body. Well, okay, so it's now, celibacy. So okay. now we need to have a conversation okay. of what yep. defines sex. Uh oh, S- sucking on your neck ain't sex. That's uh-oh. a sexual. Uh, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold uh-oh. up. Oh, that is sexual. Uh-oh. I have nobody's but up. You know what, Joy? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about celibacy. We're talking about having sex. Like, 
sexual intercourse, correct? Well, clearly somebody well, there, has found there, there, their there voice. Somebody lines. has, I mean, Joy has found her voice. For, for what people constitute as sex, that actually is correct, but maybe his I'd like you to, I'd like, where, where am I at? about nothing. I'm just saying. Where am I now? Because you just starting something over All nothing. All of the equipment is now in the way. I can't you see. You can't see on your neck. I'm going to look at you and be like, look at your ashy feet. How about that? <gasps> oh, we are keeping this all in. Did y'all hear this? You see what I go through? I help sent us. that text help message us. in help confidence us. to y'all. Confidence. Oh. Jess, you know, if you want to send some lotion, please send it to the level ground headquarters. Oh, my God. <laughs> can we get a lotion sponsor? Can we get a lotion sponsor? Actually, that's kind of, I don't know. We Alex made me think it's something differently with the lotion. I know. Why are you talking about something? Don't we, we have them? We do, actually. That, that's uh, what Carice's I'm trying to say. Yeah, we joy. have a lotion sponsor. Carice Candace, Joy, we need listen. Some help. That's what I'm Joy, can help. y'all send us some, um, she needs some extra body butter. Um, so we need some Like scrub. five tubs. <laughs> First of all, my feet. Shout out All right, to you know what? Let me curl up my toes up under my flip flops. Oh wow, okay, that's just, that's that. Mm. All right, y'all, okay, we love you. Go. We love you. We we love each other. Pray we really do. This break, Lord have We mercy. love each other. Have a happy day. Yes, have a happy day. Okay, now we're singing. We're gonna cut. This is where we're cutting right now. This is cutting.